Hey, what's happening, everyone? Welcome to the Lifting Ugly Podcast, a podcast so ill even the Beastie Boys wanted a license for it. <laughs> and we are on episode 15, which episode 15 may be a podcast episode so show, so short that even Too Short thinks it's too short. <laughs> oh, Todd Shaw. <laughs> All right, Lifting Ugly Podcast, episode 15 is in the works as we speak. Yeah. What's happening, man? Nothing Go much. In- introduce yourself to those who may not know. My name is Craig. You are? I'm Alki. It's nice to see you. How are you? Oh, you know, just peachy as can be. Just, <laughs> you know. I, I Anyone who wants to buy a gym in Grand Junction, just let me know. I'll be happy to sell them. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. What happened? Uh, well, like, right, <coughs> be- right before you clicked on, I get a text message. And so this is just right on the other side of the wall. And I'm now I'm like, I'm just waiting to see the disaster. I got a text message that says, oh, the I, I accidentally pulled the bar rack out of the wall when I was putting a bar back on the you know, behind the deadlift platform. Oh my god! So, how, yeah, I have. I now have how, that to go fixed afterwards. How? It. I don't know. This. This. This stuff started, I think, uh, with Justin when way back when he was here, and I think he. I don't remember what happened exactly, but somehow he ended up loosening that rack off of the wall, and it's it's been held on by. The uh, the anchors just kind of holding it in there, yeah. And I thought it was pretty obvious, and so I I don't know. I stupidly assumed that people would have the common sense to be like, okay, well, if the top part is coming out of the wall, maybe we should put the bars starting at the bottom and work their way up instead of stacking the bars on the very top so that it pulls out more. You know, but it, it makes too much sense. You can't hold that yeah. many people. Uh, that's what I get for assuming people have common sense in this place. Yeah, so. don't don't be doing that. Oh uh, yeah. So anyway, yeah, that's what uh, I was. I was all ready to go, and then I was like, oh, well, thanks for that bit of information. <laughs> that is almost literally right outside this door. That now I have. I'm like, yay, more work when I get done. <laughs> that's bullshit. <laughs> So ne- never and end, never ending in this place. Well, so that's how to do that should help you out. That's for sure. Yeah, the problem is I don't want to be around that person. So hopefully they're done by the oh. time. You know. I don't want to yeah, hear the excuses bad. and all that. I just nope. Just leave, leave me alone. Let me get it done, and I'll I'll get over it eventually. I won't be <laughs> so aggravated at some point. Oh man. Okay. Okay. So how are you doing? Um, I'm good. Uh, my voice is slowly coming back. It's just been it's been so dry out here, and I don't know what the deal is. But Big Bear completely ruined my throat. That's for sure. <laughs> that sounds like something pretty gay. <clears throat> so, so were you were you were you playing Bottom Bear? Is that what this comes down to? I was paying, let's, let's see how many I can fit in my throat there. <laughs> <laughs> no wonder it's so dry. Mm-hmm. It was really yeah, dry. <laughs> you, you have to close it every once in a while. Yeah. To let the moisture rebuild. I have to stop being such a giver. Yeah, I know. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. 
that's like we've like we've always said we're we're here for the people yes and, but uh there's a lot of guys in the wu-tang clan you know yeah that's right <laughs> just close your eyes yeah. picture nine dicks that's <laughs> well, a lot of dicks <laughs> <laughs> but my neck hurts you yeah. must protect your neck yeah. all right so anyway yeah we're uh we're just going through tom segura stand-up comedy today so we'll just hit clip after clip of Tom Segura. Yeah. Anyone who enjoys this, uh, you can go check him out on Netflix. The dude's <laughs> Oh, so speaking of, um, I, I guess Burt Kreischer is going to be out here in March. Is it not sold yeah. out yet? I don't know. I was looking at tickets and like the cheapest ones, like far away out in the lawn are still like 50 something bucks. Yeah. To be up closer to the stage, <laughs> these tickets were like four hundred and something dollars. Jesus! I was like, "All right, dude's funny, but I can watch what he's doing like right in my living room." So Anthony and Nick went to go see him last week, and they uh -huh. never talked about it. I like asked Nick for half a second. He was like, "Honestly, it wasn't as funny as I thought it was going to be." Really? So I don't know if this. Yeah, I don't know if this because they're they're big Burt fans. Uh -huh. So I don't know if they were just disappointed or whatnot, but. I haven't heard anything other than it was kind of underwhelming. So maybe it was so, just this comedy set. Yeah, I wonder, yeah, what he has built up <laughs> for this to go around just isn't isn't near yeah. as good. Mm -hmm. It's not special worthy. They're not going to make a TV special about it. I mean, honestly, I would rather just watch it on my couch. Anyway. I know, and that's why I'll, I'll rewatch, you know, uh, was it Secret Time or, uh, you know, one of those. Yeah, 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 and yeah, and just laugh all over again. You know, exactly. Yeah. Well, the way I see it is, if it's funny enough, they'll make it into a Netflix special anyway. Yeah. Instead of paying hundreds of dollars to just sit out in the open with a bunch of people I don't know and probably yeah. don't like, and, yeah, yeah, just, or see a bunch of people you don't want to see. That's pretty much would be about anybody that I saw there. It was most likely people that I don't <laughs> want to see. I mean, it's I really don't want to see anyone. You don't want to see. So anyway, I thought that was interesting. I didn't realize. Yeah, I was used to, when I lived over in Denver. Should we go to? Uh, we go to the comedy clubs there, and I mean, it was twenty five bucks, and I saw yeah. Anthony Jeselnik out there. Oh, um, yeah, I've seen some pretty decent name people, and it's like twenty five, thirty bucks. I oh, take it, and so I'm looking at this, and I'm like, oh yeah, you know, if it's like thirty bucks, I'll grab a couple of tickets. I'm like, oh yeah, fifty bucks to not be able to see anything and get a lot of reverb on yeah that's okay is it at the uh los colonias or is it the uh yeah in, oh. it, it, it's at the colon park the colon. <laughs> or in in in, Espe, in espanol los colonias um, in english in english translates loosely to the colon or loose I, colon that's super gross <laughs> <laughs> Oh, all right. So, anyway, I am coming to everyone live and not live, depending on when you're looking at it, from Monument Fitness in Grand Junction. As I said, uh, if you're looking to buy a gym in Western Colorado, I'm sure I could easily convince my wife that uh, we should go ahead and just pawn this little <laughs> money pit garbage into you know somebody else. Mm -hmm. It is a great place to lift, but owning it's a, a gym to lift but owning a gym is a very taxing 
and just aggravating thing. Mm -hmm. So I do love lifting here and I like most of the people that lift here. Mm -hmm. So monument.fitness on Instagram. If you ever come through Grand Junction, please let me know and we will get you in and we can get you a lift. I did hear this week get confirmation that WRPF Director of Education, Selena Vega, will be in town next weekend. Nice. um, And is going to stop by Saturday evening for a lift. That's exciting. Yeah. Her her daughter's wrestling over here (coughs) next weekend. Oh, nice. Yeah. She's got a 14-year-old just beast of a daughter on the mat. Nice. Yeah. That's cool. And a son that's really good, but he's old. He's he's like seventeen. But yeah, all I see all I see of him posting is a bunch of bunch of victories. Oh shit! And well, good so, for you. Yeah, that's not something I ever was into. Wrestling. I tried it for a little bit, but uh, it wasn't sport itself. It was the the people on my team that were just the worst. They were awful. Bunch of dicks. I, I think it is a bunch of dicks. A, yeah. bunch of dicks, a bunch of dicks and tights is what it is. Yeah, I mean, we can't talk shit because uh, we're literally doing the same thing, just not or as except, much contact. Yeah, not, not, not as much groping going on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> unless you're coming off the platform, there's a lot of ass backs and dick grabs, but, you know. Yeah, it's, okay it's all me. in good. I'm okay with it, it. it's, a, it's all in good fun. It's all in good fun. It only hurts if you fight it. Yeah, bring it on. <laughs> and you can get a hold of any Lifting Ugly social media. Search Lifting Ugly, Lift Ugly. Um, at Lifting underscore Ugly is Instagram. Uh, any of the other social media platforms, you can just search for it. YouTube, you can watch this one live. But if you're listening to it, you can't watch it live anymore. If you're watching it live right now, then you already know. You can watch it live on Facebook or YouTube. <laughs> But for any of those that are listening on Spotify, because you don't have any more Joni Mitchell that you can listen to, and <laughs> so you so you came to us, we appreciate you switching over from folk music to uh, Lifting Ugly podcast. Yeah. And if you so desire, you can catch us live on YouTube and Facebook as well. Right, right now. Or go buy some shit. Yeah, we're going to get to that later. <laughs> <laughs> we're, I'm, I'm trying to go in order. Yeah. <laughs> All right. You can get a hold of Alkai here at Salty Boy with an I, not a Y underscore barbell. Mm-hmm. Get a hold of him for all of your lifting needs, desires, mm-hmm. and things you're willing to pay for. Yep. And he will gladly help you out. I that. will do whatever I can. And those of you that are in his cyber terrorist network already know that you can get a hold of him at Hama underscore Hapia. If you are not a part of that group, you are left out because they're no longer letting him accept applications. So I'm wondering if I change my name, does it get me out of the shadow ban or does it? I don't know. It's worth a shot. What was the name that <laughs> I, I? It was a what, belly out, belly's out benching. Yes, belly out benching. Okay, change it. See what happens. Okay. <laughs> I, I kind of want to change it. That's why I like that name. That is a good, as a, a fantastic name. Because there's it's, literally nothing I can do to stop my shrinking gut from being out of my shirt. I blame the lift ugly shirts because they're like they look good when you're standing up, and then I lay down, <laughs> and then it's just all tum tum. <laughs> well, to be fair to the lifting ugly shirts 
it happens when all of your tank tops and whatnot. One hundred percent. I am not calling just, out the shirts but, at all. <laughs> but it looked it looks a lot better while, when you're wearing a lifting ugly shirt. I must say. Oh, you're totally right. Um, I need to buy a new, new bencher shirt because the sleeves ripped. Oh, did they? Mm-hmm. You just turn it into a just do it like a little bro tank. Well, I'm about to cut the sleeves off. Yeah, and, and, yeah. and I'm benching. So I'm gonna cut the sleeves off and uh, show those today. suckers. Show those suckers off. Just ah. oh yeah, oh yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna give the Hell people yeah. what they want. That's right. The real, the real people's arms. <laughs> yeah, not, not the rocks, gay people's elbow. <laughs> this is this is really what the people want. Yeah, they they want to see them arms, boy. Oh yeah, arms for Arm farm. <laughs> Curls for the girls is what's hey, happening. Hey, buys for the guys, bro. Buys <laughs> and buys for the buy guys. Yeah. Switch <laughs> crew. In the house. All right. So for any graphic arts needs or if you want to check out any art, make sure to go to Zontopia.com at Zontopia on social media. Get a hold of Zon and he can hook you up. He does all of our graphics as well for Lifting Ugly. And if you'd like to support Lifting Ugly on a monthly subscription basis, you can do so at patreon.com backslash. Excuse me. That's not backslash. It's not backslash that. It is backslash Lifting (laughs) Ugly. Backslash indigestion. (laughs) Backslash whoop. And (laughs) you can join the different tiers that we have there from our gym shark level to pretty lifting to all the way to our lifting ugly levels at the top tier, which could provide you with some gifts. I guarantee nope. nothing, but say there might be something. Which is all you need. It's just a little bit of hope. That's right. Hope. And we may just take it away from you. <laughs> we might. Or we might just keep leading you along that it's still available. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, and like and so, so so since you tried to jump ahead, where else can they support the podcast? Um, if you go to the website, the first thing you see is my ugly face. Uh huh. In three boxes, in three, <laughs> and then was it top left or top right where the menu is? Um, it is. It's in the. It's in the middle. If you're on the web, if I'm on the so phone. It, yeah, on the phone, it's on the top right, I believe. Okay. So, like most people that buy their shit on their phones now, it's on the <laughs> top right. Click on it. You'll see where to buy ugly shit. And then you got men's, women's, accessories, and all that kinds of stuff. Go buy something. Mm-hmm. We got cool shit. Buy some cool stuff. I did I did have something I was trying to finish before we jumped on. Um, and then I, I had to restart the computer, and then it went away. So, um, I am going to have a... I'm titling it We See You. So that's just kind of the the little update I'm going to give. Kind of a cool little design. It's just kind of mixing a couple of things that we already have. Um, yeah. But it kind of looks cool together. <laughs> nice. And so then I want to run something by you and anyone who's listening or will listen. They can comment and send their comments on it. I want to make a shirt that says, I used to be big like you. Oh, I used to bench 315. Yeah. Something like that. <clears throat> I like and that. I used to be big like you. 
I, I put it on the shirt and Amber's like, I don't get it. It doesn't make sense. And ran, 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 whatever it was else she was saying that was negative. And Love I was that. like, I, so I was, I was like, well, I'm going to, I'm going to put it to the people and see what the people think. Mm. So let me know what you think. I used to be big like you lifting ugly shirt. Um, yeah. It's something that some of us hear quite often. I used to be big like you. My yep. my brother used to be big like you. My dad was big like you. Yeah, sure he was. Okay, good for him. I mean, and and now what? And now where is he? <laughs> He's not here. Yeah. All I'm saying is like either that or like I used to bench three fifteen. I like pressed a thousand pounds or like just something yeah. along those lines of yeah. I used to be a shitty crap lifter in high school, thirty yeah. years ago. <laughs> or my claim to fame is a. Is a huge <coughs> press. Yeah, yeah. Maybe I should just do one that says I can leg press twelve hundred pounds. Yep. <laughs> That's and then, perfect. And then those who know know the joke, and those that don't know the joke will be like, "Oh, that's awesome." <laughs> and I'll be like, "You're part of the problem, not part of the solution." Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, let me know when you come up with the design for it because I want to check it out. Okay. So I'll get that one in the works, but the, uh, the, we see you, I should have done later today and then I'll post the kind of the results of how that looks, um, up on the website. Also are an actual supporter of the show and not just things of us. Oh, we have pioneer lifting belts. Those who did not hear our podcast last week with Matt from pioneer lifting, after you are done listening with this one, or you can leave this one and go listen to it and come back and finish this one later. I don't yep. mind. <laughs> it was a cool podcast. It was really fun. It was great it was having them on there. Um, I got a, got a, a lot of um, good feedback on it. So I was, I was happy with how that turned out. I did send uh, I sent Matt a couple t-shirts and a couple hats. Nice. For, for them to kind of do what they want <laughs> there up at their place and um, just to show appreciation. I emailed him, asked him for his address. And he's like, he's like, uh, well, no, you don't have to send me anything. He's like, but if you insist, here's my address. Yeah. <laughs> That's cool. So I insisted and I sent him some stuff. So that <coughs> nice. way they can, they can have a, a little piece of lifting ugly at, at the pioneer facility. Uh, so that. make sure if you want to check out lifting belts, straps, wraps, wrist wraps, knee wraps, they have golf club covers. They have dog collars. They have wallets. wallets. They have every belt you could possibly imagine from just your general normal lifting belt to the Pioneer Cut, which has half-inch increments for the belt. They have customized... A special benching belt? Yes, they do have a special benching belt, which is very interesting. They have, yeah. they have their customized uh, powerlifting belts and weightlifting belts, 10 millimeter and 13 right those are the sizes right that you can get customized with anything you want anything you want it to say any logo you want to put on it they've got you so make sure you go see them at general leather craft here general leathercraft.com and pioneer yep. will pop up on there so make sure you go there and you show those folks some love <coughs> Because they're super, super cool people. Mm -hmm. Family-owned business since 1979. Grandpa, so 
Grandpops was putting in work on the ground. People just beating feet across the Midwest, <laughs> selling those, slinging those belts to to sports stores. I mean, come on, you can't like the story. Don't can't start better than that. Nope. And they know then. Dad, mom, and dad come in, make some stuff happen. Son comes in and just takes it next level. Next level is is the right term. They, uh, I, I thought they had been like big, <laughs> big for longer. I didn't realize that they were like basically nine years in the uh, in the in kind of the upper realm of. The well, if you think industry. about it, like if you think about it, the whole like powerlifting thing is still relatively a new sport especially with federations allowing like only certain belts and blah 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 because the usapl i'm pretty sure you can only wear inzer titan or spd so he kind of caters to everything else which is a bigger market anyway so yeah good for them, good for them. Mm-hmm. 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 all right so again pioneer lifting belts they are one we are going to be touting. I am in talks with a couple other people um, to hopefully get some some other people companies Exposure. on board. Yeah, get some cool cool other things going on here. So that's what I'm working on on the behind the scenes of what's going on here. And we had a we had a female on female battle for face of the week. It was Emily Maria. Mm. Maria Maria came out the victor. So for any of you that are watching, as you can see, face of the week winner is Maria with no Instagram because she does not have her Instagram up and going at this moment. <laughs> so if you want to go see anything about Maria, I don't know. You're gonna have to wait. Uh Facebook? Yeah, I think she I think she has her Facebook back up. I'll let her know that she won. I I told I told her yesterday. <clears throat> okay, cool. She's like, "Well, I'm not on Instagram." I was like, "You still won." So you still won. So <laughs> it does not does not <laughs> make a difference. She was her mind was far somewhere else. So I'll have uh, I, a couple people from Convoy putting in this week too for or for next week's submission. Oh yeah, I've got one of my clients wanted me to get a video, and so. I'll have to take screenshots. So she'll be on. She'll she'll have a picture up there as well. Mm-hmm. So hopefully next week we'll have a we'll have a good run of people to choose from for the face of the week. So anyone out there listening, even if you've won before, feel free to submit. Um, Seth is a multi-time, has won multiple times. I know that. Um, yes. And then Ethan won once, and then took that victory into the quarterly championship and. And took that as well. So I still think what's her face should have won it. Um, what's oh, her name? Leona? Yeah, Cubella or whatever. Her. Yeah, yeah. Because that, that yeah. to me, that face is all time. Like that is, well, it, it is that is the epitome of a deadlifting face right there. One hundred percent. When it and it goes from face to neck to arms. Oh yeah. To, well, it rolls down from forehead to hands. So you see, Seth, so Seth says the USAPL is should is probably going to allow more. They got banned by the IPF. They had too many failed drug tests. Yeah, I mean the USAPL sucks anyway. So well, I was gonna say good good for the USAPL. I mean, 
Or was it was it all their was it their trans athletes that were failing the drug tests? I mean, that could have been it, <laughs> or it could have been like just people not getting off their cycle in time, or just doing untested. I mean, geez, come on. Yeah, just God damn. Anyway, <laughs> God. All right. So, in, so anyone who didn't get the at the very beginning, this may be a shorter podcast. Um, so we're gonna move through just because. Time allotments and stuff have kind of gotten away from us this week. Mm-hmm. So on the subject of you, you kind of touched on it before you did a just little touching, time. just the little tip of the touch. You said you talked about the sport of powerlifting. They so did. what I want to know in your mind, what <coughs> makes powerlifting a sport? Um, I mean, there's prep, there's training, there's the build up to the meat, there's the actual meat. So the way I see it is regardless of how much exposure it gets, you're still putting yourself through full training, full prep with food, blah, 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 all that stuff. And you're still going and actually doing a competitive aspect. So just because it's not in the Olympics doesn't mean it's not a sport. I mean, they're letting, God, what is it in Tokyo? They're going to do video games or something like that Probably. at the Tokyo Olympics. Sounds, yeah. Sounds so the right. way I see it is like, if you're going to allow something like that, then you should uh, definitely throw a sport like powerlifting into the realm of sports. So this is this is kind of what I've come up with. So to me, for it to qualify as a sport, there needs to be some sort of athletic, something athletic involved. Yeah. Um, there needs to be some kind of skill technique, something that's developed, and then yeah. and then some kind of gamesmanship in the competition realm of things. And then like a set of rules and that kind of stuff. Yeah. So powerlifting to me is very like I don't want to sound shitty. It's on like the cusp. Yeah. Because there is there is gamesmanship. It does take some sort of athletic ability, although you can be there's there you can be unathletic in general and still compete in powerlifting. So there's so there is like everyone can do it, but not everyone you know can necessarily be. But there is still the athletic that it does take some sort of athletic athleticism, um, yeah. skill skill technique, and then obviously in the competitions there is great um, you know the the gamesmanship as I would call it is is obviously there oh yeah come game day i mean you saw what it was like like yes yeah. that's some of the most exciting shit you'll ever be a part of even if someone's it, doing poo-poo weight like it's still like it's still an awesome environment yeah so and so then that because what brought this up because we were trying to figure out what we were going to talk about what yeah. brought this up is i saw a post from some lady who is a bodybuilder who was just running on and on and on about you know, whatever it is she's doing. And oh my gosh, this is what she's like in this sport. I've been working at for the last 20 years. Okay. And so I was like, I, so I've competed in bodybuilding. I was a part of that world for eight years or so. Yeah. Bodybuilding is not a sport. The, the here's my reason people are, why isn't it a sport? And powerlifting is a sport. 
takes zero athleticism to be a bodybuilder. You said like you, some sort of like finesse and coordination yeah, for posing you, and stuff. You, well, neither then <coughs> you you can compete and be okay, even if you're. I mean, your posing has to be okay, but it's it's training and it's genetics, and then it's then you compete as a pageant. So yeah. if bodybuilding is a sport, then the Miss America pageant is a sport. Oh. So I so I look at it as more as a pageant. You're training okay. to compete. You're training to compete at a pageant. There's, That's fair. Just without a fancy dress on. Yeah. You said a shiny have, banana hammock. Yeah. <laughs> or some you know super sparkly bikini or whatever. You yep. know they're competing. But there's no there's no game. There's no gamesmanship to it. There's it's you're you're flaunting yourself out on stage for mm -hmm. judges to decide if you're better than this person or this person. Yeah. There's no competitive aspect to it. Realistically. The only, the only time I would say no to that is at the Arnold or the Olympia when they were doing, um, you know, when they have their, like their routine kind of thing. Well, the fitness competition. So yeah, the, the yeah, only yeah, thing, yeah. so like the, the fitness girls is a hundred percent. That is a sport. I mean that's yeah. that's gymnastics. That's I was say, all Misty, sorts of things. Oh yeah, because Missy Trescott, she's won it two years in a row for the new like wellness mm -hmm. category. Yeah. Um, yeah, she was doing like backflips off of cages. She was doing like full like you know all the crazy gymnastic cheerleading shit, and that that was after doing like all kinds of posing and blah blah blah. So to me, like that's nuts. But if you're just standing around, kind of doing the that it's a little so, bit yeah. So fitness competitors are, are, I would, is a sport. The, the fitness mm -hmm. aspect, it's fitness. It's a sport of what they're doing. The posing in, in other, in all honesty, the posing in every other category, it's not even judged. Oh, really? So that's not, that's not even part of the competition. The only part of the competition only in fitness is, is the routine judged. Every other part of the routine is just for fun. So huh. they can, they can suck shit at their routine uh, and it doesn't affect it doesn't affect their score at all. Okay. And so that's why I'm like, okay, I know you want bodybuilding and you want your what you've dedicated this to to be a sport, but it's it's a pageant. Come on, I mean, let's be let's be realistic about it. I'm that's not fair. saying that that there's not athletes that I mean, there's obvious athletes that are, you know, that compete in it. Yeah. But there's uh, there's athletes that compete in poker. And I refuse True. to call poker a sport. No, even though that's people not a sport. <laughs> people want to call poker a sport. How is poker a sport? Uh, I could not tell you. It's a card I, game. <laughs> I was curious to see where your bias was going to lie because you actually have experience in that realm. <clears throat> but uh, I'm honestly not surprised that you said it's not a sport. I'm, and I've never been of that. That even when I was in the middle of it yeah. people are like yeah i love this sport and i'm like what sport they're like bodybuilding i'm like it's not a sport they're like I yeah mean, it is <laughs> it's like because i mean to me the two biggest differences between powerlifting and bodybuilding i mean training is training but it's obviously going to be the food portion where training is more pertinent to powerlifting the nutritional aspect is more pertinent to bodybuilding but even then like there's I don't know. I've done bodybuilding style training. And to me, it's just, I don't know. It's not as, 
intense as like you can get away with having a shitty lift for that day. Mm-hmm. Whereas oh, yeah. when you get closer to a meet, you can't really afford to have a shitty lift, which I guess well, still breaks down in nutrition, sleep, and all that kinds of stuff. So, I mean, even guys that are, I mean, if you're playing a professional sport, if your meals aren't perfect, if your sleep isn't perfect, like especially if you're a professional athlete, you're kind of giving yourself more wiggle room to get injured and all that kinds of shit. So, you know, I'm not trying to bag on bodybuilding like at all. Well, <laughs> but, no. I, and I'm not either. Like I said, it's I still know it, and I can still yeah. do it, and I can still teach other people how to do it. Yeah. But it just it's not a sport. It's it's just you're because you can have crappy technique. You can you don't have to be a good lifter. Yeah. To be able to do bodybuilding, all you're doing you're training your you're training certain body parts to be symmetrical with the other body parts. Yeah. And then it, and then it is a nutritional <laughs> game. But as I was, I've talked to my to certain clients. It's like you know, to be a successful power lifter, you can't just eat junk all the time. No, not at all. I mean, that's because the that, thing that's about this generation. Yeah, it's gonna, it's you'll have the opposite effect. Mm-hmm. If you're like, oh, I I can eat whatever I want. I'm a power yeah. lifter. It's okay. Well, then have fun with your shitty lifts and gaining a ton of fat. Well, yeah, that's why like the whole generation with, uh, I think. <clears throat> I mean, you know who Dan Green is. Mm-hmm. So that whole generation of when they started coming up, that to me, that changed the whole nutrition game from like being a fat piece of shit in a multiply suit at Westside or having a six pack and looking like you just got off stage, looking like Dan Green or Ben Pollock. You know what I mean? Yeah. <clears throat> you can see a lot more of the scientific aspect of the nutrition being pushed into the powerlifting world. And it's actually kind of cool not seeing well, a bunch yeah, you- of fat shits anymore yeah <laughs> well you look at i mean so you're all your top lifters male and female mm-hmm. they're not they're actually all pretty lean for the most part yeah i mean like <clears throat> except for, i mean some of the super heavyweights and the 308s yeah they're going to be a little bit bigger but at the end of the day you still want something to brace off of when you're squatting mm-hmm. or something like that you know it's like <clears throat> like dan bell right now for the super heavyweights has the highest total on the planet at 26 or no, the 308s, 2634, that's insane. And he's not out of this world fat. He's a big fucking dude, but he's not like yeah. walking around all day. So, I mean, even if you just do the basic macros where you're like, I'm going to eat my body's worth, body's weight worth of protein and a little bit of carbs and less fat, like that's kind of all you need. It's not yeah. you need to go into like, well, I can't have gum today because there's too much fucking water retention in it. Or you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I mean, your your diet restriction. You don't have diet restrictions. I mean, totally. it, it's more it's more of just keeping your diet in check, so that that way you can you can utilize your energy the best way possible, and that and that obviously your energy comes through food. So if you're eating better food, you get better energy. And oh yeah, totally, one hundred percent. But then we go to, so I look at it. So you got bodybuilding, not a sport to me. Powerlifting, it's on the cusp. But I say there's mm-hmm. sport. It's definitely a sport. It's a sport aspect. Yeah. And then on, on the other level, you have the strongman competition, which is 100% without a doubt a sport. Yeah. I mean, these, and I guess someone was, was saying last night, they're like, that's like the original sport. Oh is, yeah, is picking shit up and running with it, grabbing stuff, throwing mm-hmm. stuff. I mean, this oh is yeah, totally. Done. 
forever those farmers and ranchers and yep. out in europe you know grabbing sheep and tossing them or picking up whatever big stone they can and daring their neighbor to do the same thing and oh yeah it's wrong so, it comes from since you have a little bit of exposure to both worlds um and you've been to multiple bodybuilding competitions you've been to a couple powerlifting competitions which ones did you enjoy more like and like and why or why did you not enjoy one more than the other uh powerlift the the powerlifting events that i've been to have been far more more enjoyable whether it's the little mock ones that we've done here at the gym or the, the sanctioned events that we've done. Yeah. What the biggest things that I, that have, that drew me to powerlifting over bodybuilding was, I mean, one is because I was tired of like the super strict diet restriction, like the diet restrictions. Yeah. Um, and I was like, I'm just not going to do that anymore. I, I ended up getting hurt a lot because a lot of things get injured because yeah, it, it's, it's not healthy for your body. And granted, some of the, a lot of the powerlifting stuff is not necessarily healthy either, but drying yourself out, rehydrating, drying yourself that it's just, it's, it's constant damage that you're doing anyway. Oh yeah. Yeah. So that's kind of what got me looking <laughs> in that direction. Then as we did like mock meets, you know, I got to see the camaraderie uh, between yeah. competitors um, every competitor is rooting for the next competitor. You see um, everything. The lift is the lift. You complete the lift or you don't complete the lift. You have, and then obviously the, the mock meets are, were different. That's just, you know, it's for fun. So if things were missed a little bit, it didn't matter. You know, yeah. the lift was good. was good enough. But at a, at a sanctioned meet, you have judges, but your judges are just judging the the certain criteria that makes the lift a complete lift yeah and you have and you have three judges <clears throat> that are giving their reaction right at that time so the chances of them getting it wrong are pretty slim yeah because you may have one judge that doesn't see thing that sees something that maybe is iffy but the other two are there and they give you the white lights that one gives you a red well, you're two out of three. You still, I mean, it's still good. Yeah, you still it's, good. It, yeah. it's still a good lift. So they're not looking at you lift and looking at then writing down something and then watching 50 other people and writing down something. And then they're going away oh. for two hours and filling things out and coming back and be like, okay, that guy lifted the best and the most weight and that girl did. It's, it's so right there. At least a lot of room for bias and that kind of stuff, or you forget it. Well, or like, yeah. <laughs> so I'm gonna let this. I'm gonna let this out on this podcast just because he won't care. I was talking to a friend of mine who used to be a bodybuilding promoter. He's a biochemist yeah. um, and produces. He does now mainly like CBD type stuff, but he did a lot of sports supplement. But anyway, he was a bodybuilding promoter in Colorado, and he says he debates. He said, "I'll still wake up in the middle of the night." And I'll be pissed off thinking, should I release these text messages that I have Oh no! between him and the, um, let's see, he's the, um, he's the MPC chairman for Colorado and Wyoming, I believe for both. Yeah. Basically he got in trouble once because it came out that one of the big trainers for bikini and figure competitors was paying him for his clients to win. 
No way. Yeah. And so it's <laughs> he has so basically the the discussions have been someone can pay you and their competitor wins because you all you got to do is you go to the head judge and you say this person this number is going to win. So the head judge takes the scorecards from everybody else during the break. Yeah. And he's supposed to average those scores out, but what he does they is he takes his them. He, yeah, he takes his scorecard and is like, this person, this person, this person, this person, throws the rest of them away. I've known that for a long time. Wow. But now I have the insight that it really doesn't matter how good you do. If your trainer, they say, oh, we don't know. We don't notice faces. We just look at the numbers. Well, that's fine because they also know the numbers of the yeah. people that they want to win. That if your trainer pays off the promoter, then you can win. If, oh, that's shysty as fuck. You know, if they pay the head judge, you can win. Yeah. If you know, if the if the right bikini girl sucks the right dick, she can win. And so these are all things. These are all things that happen in the bodybuilding world. Anyone yeah. that tells you they don't is fucking stupid, yeah. or they're a part of the problem, oh, and that's no. why they're not admitting it. But this goes top to bottom because. If you listen to things that Kai Green said after he basically got banned from the um, whatever I can't even remember what the yeah the the bodybuilding federation I I've been so out of it I don't even <laughs> the the NPC is the local ones and then whatever so he had he basically was saying I mean he had said the same thing you know Phil Heath was winning because Phil Heath was putting in the most money with his company for all these events. And so Phil Heath Aww. got whatever Phil Heath wanted. And was he was he bitter? I mean, was he saying it just because he's bitter? Well, all the information I have and all the information I've gathered says he may have been bitter, but he may have also had a point. I mean, yeah, he has a right to be bitter. <laughs> yeah. Well, and then I was also, I was going to be a part of this other federation. It's called the GBO, the Global Bodybuilding Organization. <laughs> yeah. They're still around. Um, I was going to be the chairman for Colorado, Wyoming. Yeah. And U Utah, I think. Um, and he used to be a head judge. Um, why can't I think of what the, the Federation, the IFBB, he was an IFBB okay. pro judge. And so he had judged the Olympia before, and he's the one who gave me the insights on the judging and how that all works. And that basically the president of the IFBB would say, okay, well, this person's going to win this year. Everyone really likes this person. They're, they're, they're a good face for the company. So basically, Kai Green doesn't have the right look of what they wanted to see, so he was never going to win anyway. Yeah, because Regardless he doesn't have stick, he looked on stage. Yeah, because he doesn't have that look. He doesn't have he does he has the long braided ponytail. He's a weird ass dude. Yeah. So all of his interviews are going to be him saying weird shit. Mm -hmm. That's just who he is, you know. So, so all that, all that, that's the bodybuilding world. So it's kind of just no integrity within the sport absolutely not not that at sucks. all and so as bad as anyone thinks you know the ipf may be or the the usapl with kind of just their bs that they do i think there's like you said it's a new enough and it's building up bigger and bigger and you have organizations like the wrpf that are coming in that are going athlete first gear 
Oh yeah. That are that are making the USAPL say, or at least promoters in the USPL be like, okay, mm-hmm. look, we we need to change, or we're gonna have people leaving. I'm curious to see what's gonna happen with the USAPL with the separation of IPF. Yeah. <coughs> and and but, um, so I guess I mean, there's you have issues in, in every sports league and federation oh, yeah, totally. that there is. But when it comes down to it, powerlifting is pretty much cut and dry. You did it or you didn't do it. I mean, the only time I would see there's a little bit of convolution is you can't really call it on bench. You can't really call it on deads, really. But, like, for squats, like, there's some squats where you're kind of like, eh, that was cut a little bit high. Or they sunk the shit out of it and And they they still get – Yeah, exactly. Which, at that point, you can still contest it. But for the most part, when it comes to, like, being invited to things or having a meet posted or, like, all that kinds of shit, there's – there's a reason why there's Wilkes dots and and having a total, you know. So I, yeah. I like that it's not. Yeah, I'm not saying it's math based, but everything you do has a number behind it. So there's always going to be proof that yes, you should be here or no, you should not be here, kind of thing. Right. You know, it's it's not somebody's opinion. No, it's it's based on numbers. It's, like there's no there's yeah, no disputing that. It's success, fail, and numbers. Yeah, exactly. To back, to back it up, yeah. um, and then you're. And then obviously if you go into like, and we're just obviously kind of sticking with like the strength sports because yeah. this is lifting ugly. So it's what we do. We're going to, we're going to kind of stay in our, in our, in our realm. Yeah. Um, so when you, then when you go to the strongman competitions, yeah. I mean, it's as cut and dry as it can be as well. Yeah. I mean, it's who did what for the longest period of time or yeah. however, whatever their criteria is, is there's no, well, well this or, well, it was close and we're going to go, you know, it, it's yeah. pretty much, this is what the competition is. Yeah. And whoever does it best won that one. And then they yeah, get here's the, the events. If you're the fastest and the strongest, you win. <laughs> like, yeah. Yep. And, and then plus the athleticism that it takes to do the strongman events is just yeah, is insane. bananas. Um, <laughs> the, the, the strength. A whole new breed of person. Like, God, are they I ever? mean, look at Jack. The dude is strong as fuck. It looks great. Yeah, like the dude is the dude's killing. And he's he's at five foot eleven, and he's like he he's he's roughly he's right around my size. I mean, he's yeah, you know five five eleven ish and about two hundred and sixty pounds. Has the speed? Is he only two thirty? Yeah. So he's a lot he's a lot lighter than I am because he's probably a lot leaner than I am. Yeah. <laughs> but. Yeah, I mean, he's got the speed and he's got, you know, stupid strength for, you know, all those pressing movements. And I mean, he's Utah's uh, strongest amateur. Yeah. For exactly. that weight class. And, um, and he should be competing at the Arnold in March. I think his, mm-hmm. he tore he tore his quad, not this he past would. Sunday, but the Sunday before. But yeah, I've been talking I think, about that. I think it's pretty much healed and he's ready. He'll be ready to go back, I think, next week. Um, <coughs> under those. So that'll be fun to watch. So, I mean, oh, we yeah. get. And that's what's cool at this gym is we get to see, we get to see power lifters, you know, training and moving weight. We get yep. to see, you know, we get to see really what's going to be one of the top strongmen kind of go through his training. Yep. Yeah, you because know, he's only twenty four years old. Yeah. And these guys don't hit their so, strides until they're thirty. Yeah. So it's going to be Brian fun to watch. He's almost forty. Yeah, and in yeah, he's on his downward, but I mean, his peak was what, 31 to 38? Yeah. I mean, when he was running things, and, I mean, you take those guys when you're six foot nine and 
yeah you know 400 pounds and can move like nobody should be able to move at that height and weights i mean honestly like i think the one thing about jack that i appreciate the most like when trying to train with a bodybuilder is kind of a different story because there's a lot of things that are like you know me details and technique are two of the biggest things that i can ask for period the one thing i really like about working with jack um whether it's deads bench squats like he has all of the you know the, the strongman shit down but mm-hmm. when it comes to like the specific movements of you know especially like bench and squat because they don't do that too well he's yeah. so open ears about okay what can i do better here how can i position myself better here so it's really cool to work with him because he's always open ears about learning new shit and always responsive tries new shit and then works it into his training so everything that i've kind of sprinkled in like for bench and squats he's worked in and he's you know they're picking up nice and smooth or anytime i have a question about strongman movements or anything functional training wise gives me his two cents and of course it picks up and it starts moving really well so i always love that cohesion between strongman and powerlifters it's it's super cool especially when i was working with josh um doing all my strongman stuff you know when we were doing like the yoke walks or the farmer's carries or anything stone wise or anything like that. Any weird tip or any questions I had about like, okay, when do I brace here? How do I breathe? What's the best way to move? It was always like instant response. It was always good information. And he was always more than happy to, to throw it out there. So I really love that cohesion between uh strongman and powerlifters. We kind of have that same, uh it's the same kind of sport sportsmanship and yeah mindset totally. yeah um absolutely but yeah i mean you have you have a couple heated rivalries in professional strongmen oh of course but, but that's any but, sport in general you know but you're you're also looking at you know and you look at like eddie eddie hall and half door you're looking at two guys that have been at the top competing against each other for yeah 10 years you know so yeah, they're gonna they're gonna have some issues. They're gonna have some some I mean, heated not takes on each get other. Along, but like, yeah, and you just even at our meet in June, like all of the all the dudes from the two forties and up or the two seventies and up were just like hugs, handshakes, butt slaps. Fuck, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like that corner <laughs> that we had over by the platform. There's yeah. no better. There's no better spot. Like there was no yeah. like even at weigh-ins, like. Like you're not gonna meet anybody that's gonna be standoffish and being a dick, you know. Like of course it's intimidating. You walk in, you see dudes that are bigger than you, but when it came to game day, like we're all just standing there screaming at each other anyway. There's no, yeah. there's no fuck you, you. You should fail. There's no like I hope you don't make this lift. It's always like shit. Now I gotta step my game up. This guy's good, yeah. you know. Yeah. So there's never right. like a, a negative response I get. There's like a fuck I should have done better, but it's never. Yeah aimed at somebody else it's always like okay now i have to go back to my training so i can try to beat this fucking dick next time (laughs) well so like you get so if we if we go the the meet in june so we there was um so we have tanner from astronomics was there um and so his squat his squat is 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 pretty solid seth is obviously there his his squats you know phenomenal he's gonna do something big at his next meet yeah I'm excited. And then, and your your squad is good. Like you're you're good across the board, but you don't have that one that's like just like way up there. 
So I mean, it's like, so there's, yeah, I mean, it's, it's higher than most. So like, so, so their squat is, you know, they're squatting close to 700 or over 700. Over 700. So then you're, yeah. so you're looking at them and you're like, fuck yeah, dude, that's so awesome that they're doing that. Like, shit, I hope I can catch them on bench. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and so then, then you, you're able to kind of even it out on bench mm-hmm. and you're able to get back up on there and bench. And then it comes to the polls. And it's uh, yeah, you want to win, but if somebody's if if you're cranking seven hundred and somebody else is going to go for seven fifty, I want to see him pull that seven fifty. Hell yeah! I don't care if all I got was seven hundred. I want to see someone pull seven fifty because you don't see that every day. No. And like so those when are, you know, he pulled that eight thirty at oh yeah uh, that was last, dude. That's that's so nasty. Like that's yeah that's over <laughs> eight hundred pounds with hook grip. That psychopath. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then after he's like, "Yeah, I, I did okay." <laughs> and that's the that is the response you will get from every single strong dude that you ever meet. Yeah, yeah, yeah I just I just did it. <laughs> that's a, I, I like the the meme that comes up, and it's like like what you see out of a out of a power lifter, and then when you actually talk to the power lifter, yeah. what they're like. Yeah, it's like they're all big cuddly teddy bears. They just look mm-hmm. big and intimidating. Yep. Of course, I think if you get on the wrong side of any of them, then oh, that, yeah. that obviously yeah. changes. <laughs> but, I mean, and that's that's what I love. And that's why I, I tell people, I'm like, look, you go to these events, you're part of a community and you're part of a family, mm-hmm. and everyone brings you in. And that's that's the coolest part about it. And and that changes, that changes everything. Um and then to kind of just kind of swing it back to to what our original discussion, you don't I think that's a lot of what what sports is anymore is because the things are so um the communities are so tight knit anymore. You, yeah. Even if you watch even if you watch NFL games after the games, they're all hugging, they're you know, whatever, they're trading jerseys, they're doing all these things because they all respect each other and the totally. performance that they put in. And that's what it's all about. You get that with powerlifting. You get that with strongman. You don't get that a lot with bodybuilding. In that community, it's a very self-righteous and self-indulgent. Well, it's, it's very vague. Yes, it's very vague. Yeah. And and that's if you know that going in, you can have a heads up over everyone else. But that's and why it's kind of it kind of like sets you back still, regardless mm-hmm. of you know that's that's where the to me that's where the post meet blues came from. You yes. know, is, is yeah okay. We smashed the fucking numbers that we were after, which was. You can't beat that, but not being able to go back and like, you know, I can't see Nate every day. I can't see Seth every day. I can't see Justin every day. You know what I mean? Like the dudes that we met there, we don't get to see every day. And that to me, that was the hardest part about getting that meet done. It's like, shit, now we have to go our separate ways and we have to communicate through Instagram or text message, you know? Yeah. And you, you don't have to train with those people. You don't have, you don't have <coughs> that, that group of people that are on your level, size wise, weight wise to help push you in person or just being around good people, you know, right. even if you're a hundred pounds lighter, there's still awesome fucking people that you want to have in your corner. And it sucks not being able to like, have you, you, you want to be able to take that high with you. Oh, constantly. Like that, it's like any other high ever. though. I think. Mm-hmm. I think it's like, one of, it's like any other high though. I think yep. in that, in that moment, you know, it's great, but if you kept trying to chase it afterwards, yeah. you're going to keep falling short. Oh, exactly. Yeah. Until until the next time we get a, to meet up with everyone, then it'll be, 
you know, it'll be, you know, a nice little reunion. And I was an out, I was like outsider. Like, I'm like, yay, go everybody. Yeah. <laughs> Cause I wasn't competing. I, you know, I had, uh, I had Nicole there and then I was trying to help you out and Philip out whenever I could. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, yay, good job, big guys. Way to go. Yeah. I'll do that. That off <laughs> was immaculate by the way. You know, I, oh, I, yeah. I, I, I excel wherever I can. Yeah. That was, <laughs> to me, that was probably the most emotional portion of my day. That bench. Oh dude. Like even as there's yeah, times man. where I think about it, I'll like half tear up sometimes like that to me was, that was the highlight of that entire, you know, cause that this whole past year has been absolutely batshit crazy. And that yeah. was the one number that I wanted more than anything else over squats, over deads, whatever. That 500 bench was, that was the make or break for me. And yeah. the fact that I was able to do that shit and like have all the boys in the corner after it was done, like that was, they can't beat that. Like that's, yeah. Yeah. Like I, it's, it is a feeling that you cannot describe. Like that is just, it's out of this world. It's so cool. <laughs> and I can't wait to do it again. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <Fuck>. <laughs> All right. So that's so that, yeah, basically, again, my qualifications on a sport, on what makes a sport a sport, mm-hmm. would be some sort of athleticism, gamesmanship, yep. and, um, and some kind of skill. Yeah. And skill techniques and stuff that's developed. And if you can get better through training, Mm-hmm. I think it's that is an extra step towards the sport, the sport yep. identification. But all right, are you ready for white lights, red lights? I told you I had a, I had a good. I'm excited for this one. Like I, I okay. want to breeze through this <laughs> intro and I want to get these done. I'm, I'm excited to hear what you what you can say. All right, white white lights, red lights. Go ahead and fill in everyone for that's not in the know. Brief, brief synopsis of what's happening. Here. <laughs> um. Three white lights when you get on the platform after the lift is done. That is a passing score. Two white lights, also a passing score. To me, two white lights is the best way to do it because that means you absolutely worked your ass off where one judge was like, eh, I don't think I'm going to give it to him. And the other two were like, that's the most badass shit I've ever seen. (laughs) (laughs) One white light, unfortunately, is not a passing score. Three reds, no passing. Two reds, no passing. Okay. So more white lights, the better. Red lights, failure. All white all lights right. all day. All white lights all day. All right. Double stuff. <clears throat> double stuff. Yes. Are we talking about Oreos or? Uh... I'm just saying double stuff. <laughs> uh... <laughs> I'm not a fan of Oreos, so of course my brain is going somewhere else. <laughs> okay. Well, um... if your brain goes somewhere else, then you... Yeah, I want your white lights, red lights to go with whatever your brain, wherever your brain takes you. See, I'm. Oh man, uh, if someone double stuffs my burrito, three white lights. Um, <laughs> <I'm>, <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, I'm not a huge on Oreos, so I'll give that three reds. Um, and I'm gonna leave it at that. <laughs> so double stuff. We'll go two whites, one red. Okay. One red, one red if it's dealing with Oreos. Yeah. <laughs> the, one, that's, the red light is for Oreo purposes. All right. Yeah. Chinese, do you know what Chinese finger cuffs are? 
Uh-huh. Yep. All right. Oh my god. That's the next one. Um, I think the last time I had one on my finger was when I went to Chuck E. Cheese in elementary school. <laughs> and I got so pissed off at it, I just broke the shit out of it. So I'm gonna say three reds again. Because okay. I don't see the point in having those other than just to make kids angry. Yeah, they're pretty good about that. Yeah. Okay, third one is the Eiffel Tower. Oh, I see what you're doing here. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, <laughs> um, as a monument, <laughs> yeah, it's pretty cool. <laughs> as a bonding experience between you and your bro and someone else. <laughs> um, uh, I guess I'll give it two whites, one red. <laughs> <laughs> All right, the final one gives it away. There is an overall theme, obviously. Yeah. So I'm gonna do I'm gonna say the overall theme before I okay. do the last one. So the overall theme of everything is things you can do with a friend. Yeah. <laughs> Double stuff. <laughs> Double stuff, the Chinese finger cuffs, the Eiffel Tower, and last, your thoughts on the good old Dutch rudder. I knew you were going to say it. I knew. <laughs> I fucking knew it. Um, that may be the funniest shit I've ever seen in my entire life. So, is it a little gay? Yeah, 100%. Because if you get your yogurt on your friend's leg and he gets his yogurt on yours. Um, oh, my God. From a comedic aspect, three whites across the board. <laughs> From a me, like... Hey man, do you want a Dutch rudder after training today? Uh, I'm gonna say three reds because I'm not necessarily looking to uh, beat my meat in front of a friend. <laughs> they do so. I was I was I was Google searching some of this stuff. Oh dear God! <laughs> but for research, yeah, yeah for research purposes only. Uh -huh. So in the Urban Dictionary, let's see. There's a reverse Dutch rudder. What? So they're like. So basically, so the scenario is, in a different way. so now, so you turn your backs to each other. And you, and, and you just grab, and you grab the elbow. No, nope, that's me. worse. <laughs> to me, that's worse for some reason. So there, they have, they even put a scenario in the urban dictionary. Oh, it's, 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 hey bro, do you want a Dutch rudder? I don't know. Isn't that kind of gay? Well, what about a reverse Dutch rudder? Okay, oh, that sounds now good. I'm in. Yeah, <laughs> so gross, bro. See, with my issue is mobility, so I wouldn't. <laughs> that that's your issue. <laughs> yes, my only issue. <laughs> my only issue with that. is I would go to reach back and grab an elbow, and with my horrible mobility, I'd end up just sticking a finger in your butt because that's uh -huh. where my that's where my tracking goes. So no, um, reverse Dutch rudder. I almost feel like is maybe worse because then I can't fully see what's happening. I think that's you know? called the uh, the Dutch drain plug. Oh, <laughs> what you're describing? Yeah. <laughs> oh, I hate that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's well, this has been fun. <laughs> So hopefully my daughter's not one of the people that's on right now. I hope not. <laughs> <laughs> Your just, mom's like, just, what the hell? <laughs> yeah, this, this is not being, this bat part's not being posted as a clip you to gotta Facebook. You got to find out. Yeah. yeah is there, <laughs> and as a disclaimer, I have not actually taken part in any of these things. That's hilarious. 
I I'm promise. Sure, yeah, I'm sure. Whatever. Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh my tough. gosh, that's <laughs> terrible. Gross. So terrible. I don't even know why I started thinking of that last night. I think I was like, you're a monster. (laughs) I was thinking of food and I'm like, we've done food before. I'm like, well, what about like variations? And so at first it was double stuff Oreos. And then I was thinking like of like fig Newtons and like different types of cookies. And then it just, and then it went off the rails from there. And I was like, oh yeah, we're going this direction. Off the rails is a good way to put it. Yeah. Hey, but you played along, so I know. But I knew, like, good, as good soon on as you. you said whatever you said before, Dutch Runner, I knew Dutch Runner was coming next. The like, Eiffel I Tower, <laughs> the Eiffel Tower, like I knew it was coming next. Like I have to, I have to go watch Zach and Miri make a porno again. The high five. Her name's Bubbles. Bam. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> All right. So on that note, since we're gonna end on on the high point. Two I'm coming to you from Monument friends. Fitness Entire. Yeah, two because two friends can do lots two of things friends. together. We do lots of things together. Like you said, it's a as a bonding experience. Bondage experience. <laughs> a bondage experience. <laughs> exactly. All right. I'm at Monument Fitness in Grand Junction, Colorado, Western Slope. If you're ever in town, if you want to check it out at monument.fitness. Or you can give us get a hold of me and you can come in for a lift if you're ever in the area. Get hold of lifting ugly at lifting underscore ugly or search lifting ugly for any social media platform. Yes. And you can find us. Do it. I'll let you. Where can they find you? Um, I will be at salty boy underscore barbell on Instagram. And I'm pretty positive I'm gonna change my main Instagram to belly out benching. Because uh, I want to see if I can not be shadow banned anymore and I can actually get a following of people again. Yeah, and I think that that's the best name ever. So I, I cut off ties with Osama. We're not talking anymore. So Yeah, it's you, you've made your – you got the, the information you needed. Mm-hmm. I did. Just let, just let them know you were working as a double agent. Yeah. yeah. You're really, you're really, you're really yeah. trying to help. You weren't trying yeah. to hurt. Double-crossed him. <laughs> all right all graphic need graphic arts needs and art in general you can go to zontopia.com check out what zon has at zontopia for any of the social media you can support us on patreon with monthly contributions patreon.com backslash lifting ugly and you can check out the yes you can you can get one you can get them all and all the different tiers we have there you can also check out the tiers of support the tiers of support at liftingugly.com and you can do one-time donations of any of the tiers there or all of them as well and make make sure you go and check out pioneer lifting belts and pioneer lifting accessories at generalleathercraft.com they are soon to also some point this year come out with knee sleeves so be on the lookout for those that's right and elbow sleeves yes and elbow sleeves once that happens i'm pretty sure i'm buying them yep We'll go. We'll go all pioneer all the time. Ooh, yeah, mountain. Just man. like, just like the olden days. Just like the, just like just, Pappy used to do. Just like Pappy, we'd be pi- we'd be <laughs> pioneers like Pappy used to be. So make sure you go check out old Pioneer at GeneralLeatherCraft.com and go buy some stuff because that is the way you Killer. support. Yeah. Yes. All right, Alkai is off to get his house clean, and that is not a euphemism. That is actually what oh. he's going to be doing. Yeah. And then That's I'm off exciting. to uh, 
to go put a barbell rack back on the wall, apparently. I am not envious of you, my friend. Okay, well, you enjoy yourself and I'll go enjoy myself. All the rest of you listening, wherever you may be, thank you for tuning in and we will see you next week. And we're out. Peace. So fuck the blues, ain't your bad news, you can trip with the juice While I sip booze on a seven day cruise in Louis Vuitton shoes With floozies by the dudes, the good life, talking about the good life Live it up for a little while, then go to the hood to get the good wife And settle down, but for now I'm studying down Refuse to allow myself to live foul, like when I was sniffing pals Still got trials and tribulations Refinement from cultivation takes patience, I'm waiting Paper chasing to get a place like Baiting, politics and innovation, business relations Built the empire from the underground, then retire Who said I was on crack? Use a motherfucking liar! See me in the trench coat, but missed the joke So fuck the hoax, my mission is this Get in position to assist my